0: Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. All right, let's get into this story. We go back in time. Josh just presented or just emailed this article to me going back to 2009. It really shows there's little to debate here. I know your friend and family member Fred's, they always like to say, Oh, what are you talking about? The global elite want to push a depopulation agenda. There's nothing to that. You've been watching Alex Jones too long. Klaus Schwab doesn't want anything like that. Uh, You don't know what you're talking about. Bill Gates would never want to decrease the population of the planet and go over there with your tinfoil hat, just stand in the corner. I'm sure you get that all the time and it can be rather frustrating. But uh, like I said, I don't think this is really debatable because now, especially the global elite just come right out and explicitly say that this is their objective. And uh, like I was saying earlier, I think Klaus Schwab did us all a favor by this great reset agenda and putting it out there in the public and trying to promote it to the degree to which he did, because it really opened up people's eyes and it made so many more people aware of what's kind of going on behind the scenes. And this is why I always say they're a Malthusian cult, and if you guys... Go back to Thomas Malthus. Um, you see that his big concern was that there was an increasing population, and you had a planet with fixed resources, so that you needed to take, you know, proactive or indirect measures. Sometime, uh, maybe a combination of both. There were ways that you could curb the population, and he talked about you could do this through war, through famine, through disease, and then you could also do it in um, Maybe proactive ways, by would probably be more positive, by uh, trying to convince people they should have fewer kids, and, and birth control, and is their moral obligation to have fewer people on the planet. And uh, then we go fast forward to 1968 with the Club of Rome, and then 1971 when Klaus uh, set up the World Economic Forum, and you see this theme just consistently. Then the limits to growth that paper by the Club of Rome that became very famous. That came out in 1972. And this has just been a theme with the global elite since then. And again, it's really front and center. So for anyone to say that this is a conspiracy theory, I just don't think they've done the research. They haven't done their homework. So let's get into this article that Josh emailed to me. I think you'll find it fascinating, if not disturbing. The title billionaire club in bid to curb overpopulation. So this is from the Times, the Sunday Times in the UK, and it's all the way back to 2009. So again, this, uh, although it may be on more people's radar today, this is something they've been talking about going all the way back to 1968. And even before then, I mean, this, you could trace it back to Malthus, but then you could also look at the movement for eugenics and connect a lot of dots there as well. America's richest people meet to discuss ways of tackling a quote-unquote disastrous environmental, social, and industrial threat. Some of America's leading billionaires have met secretly to discuss or to consider how their wealth could be used to slow the growth of the world's population and speed up improvements in health and education. And they always throw in something positive. Oh, well, we also want to talk about increasing health. And they say that if you increase health, then that will decrease population. And this is, uh, you, you kind of get a double whammy. There's two things that are, are, are beneficial. And, but what you find when you actually do the research is it isn't necessarily health. It is an increase in wealth, wealth with a W, and that goes back to, okay, well, how are we going to increase wealth if we don't increase energy? You really can't. How do you increase energy without, or energy, access to energy without increasing fossil fuels? Right now you can't. So if you kind of dig beneath the surface here, you start to see how this really isn't about health. It's really not too much about education. It's more, and it's really not even about climate change for that matter. It's really about decreasing the population of the earth. And so the philanthropists, using that term loosely, (laughs) who attend a summit uh, convened on the initiative of Bill Gates, the Microsoft co-founder, and again, guys, this is 2009 here, just as a reminder, discussed joining forces to overcome political and religious obstacles to change. Now the article is starting to become a little more forthright. You'll see what I'm talking about in just a moment. Described as the good club by one insider, it included David Rockefeller Jr., the patriarch of America's wealthiest dynasty, Warren Buffett, George Soros, Bloomberg, media moguls, Ted Turner, and Oprah Winfrey. These members, along with Gates, have given away $45 billion since 1996. They gathered at the home of Sir Paul Nurse, a British Nobel Prize biochemist and president of the private rockefeller university in manhattan on may 5th the informal afternoon session was so discreet that some of the billionaires aides were told they were at security briefings i guess they say that that the media didn't find out about this until after the fact some of the details emerging from the weekend however the billionaires were each given 15 minutes to present their favorite cause over dinner they discussed how they might settle on an umbrella cause that could harness their interests. What interests might those be? The issues debated included reforming the supervision of overseas aid spending, uh, to set up rural schools, water systems, developing countries, taking their cue from Bill Gates. They agreed that overpopulation was a priority. So out of all the things that they could focus their extensive resources towards, Bill Gates pushing for overpopulation being priority number one. And then they go on, uh, and this really is where you start connecting some dots. This could result in a challenge to some third world politicians who believe contraception and female education weaken traditional values. You say, well, the, the George, it's female education. I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. No, this isn't what they're talking about. When you read between the lines, you see that female education is code for just mass abortion. And so that this is what they're trying to push. And that traditional values that you might not want to kill babies, we need to overcome those quote unquote traditional values. This is what they're talking about. I mean, I've I've done stories on Melinda Gates just coming right out and, and saying this explicitly. So it's not something that I'm just that this is my opinion. Gates, who was 53 at the time, uh is giving away most of his fortune. Argue that healthier families freed from malaria extreme poverty would change their habits and have fewer children. Again, wrong. That's just, that's a Trojan horse. That's just the way they like to spin this. I mean, because think about it, they can't just come out and say, oh, we want fewer people on the earth. You know, we say, oh, no, what we want to do is, yeah, that's a problem, but we want to make people healthier. And that's our goal. And who doesn't want that? And then if an innocent byproduct of making people healthier, it's just the fact that they have fewer kids. Well, then we just killed two birds with one stone. This is this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Show me the chart of of people becoming healthier and having fewer kids. No, 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 no. It, the, the data is very clear. It's people getting wealthier, wealthier. This is what causes them to have fewer children. But see, they can't say that because then they know that if they tell the truth. And that will back them into a corner to where their climate change objectives, which in my opinion are really about decreasing population, would um, become a contradiction. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts. Lynn Alden, and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So then they talk about the, the number. Oh, here we go. At a conference in Long Beach, California, last April, he made similar points. Official projections say world population to peak at nine point three, but with charitable charitable innovations such as reproductive health care, i.e., abortions, uh, we think we can cap that at eight point three. Patricia Stonecipher, former chief executive Bill Gates, Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, which receives which gives more than two billion a year, attended the Rockefeller Summit. She said the billionaires met to discuss how to increase giving, and they intended to continue dialogue. Another guest said there was nothing as crude as a vote, but a consensus emerged that they would back a strategy in which population growth would be tackled as a potential disastrous environmental, social, and industrial threat. Why all the secrecy? They wanted to speak Rich to rich, without worrying anything, they said would end up in the newspapers, painting them as an alternative world government. Although they are so, I mean, if you needed any proof, uh, I mean, it's it's all. Out, I mean, it's not just this article, for heaven's sakes. I mean, you could just have article after article. I mean, just go to the World Economic Forum's website. Just watch videos from Bill Gates, for heaven's sakes. I mean, they're just they're very forthright uh, about their beliefs. Where they get coy is presenting this through the, or trying to achieve this through the lens of climate change. This is where they, they, they you can't pin them down and they get very slippery. And uh, they try to present this, you know, in a positive light, obviously, um, just for PR reasons, by saying that it's all about health. But again, it's not about health, it's about wealth. They can't say that because then they know that will bring up an argument about energy use and uh, Malthusians, you know that's one of their key talking points. So they know that the energy is the economy, like my good friend Art Berman says. And in order to have economic growth and to increase the wealth, to decrease the population through a way that would be um, voluntary, you would need to use more fossil fuels. You would need to have access to more energy, not less. So since they can't square that circle, they have to come up with another reason as to why people will voluntarily reduce population. And so that's why they spin it and say that it's all about health, because I'm sure they'd argue you can improve health without using more resources, without using more fossil fuel, as an example. When deep down, especially Gates, you know, he he's not a dummy. He knows that that's not true. And uh, this is just his way of kind of skirting the issue and saying, hey, you know, let's take the focus off of energy use and wealth uh, and let's put the focus on health. But then in reality, I think they would be all in favor of not just reducing the population through voluntary means, but potentially reducing the population through involuntary means like Malthus argued for. And what in which he pointed out way back in the 1800s, he pointed out that war, he had, he had really two separate categories of reducing population. I forgot how he labeled them. You would think that one would be labeled um, like the, a positive way to affect change. And then one would be a negative way. Like we want to try to avoid the negative, but he really didn't frame it that way. And so the the one category again was war, disease, and famine, and then the other way was just through proactive measures, or or just trying to convince people, trying to um, really persuade them as though it's their moral duty to have fewer kids. So he compartmentalized those, but one wasn't. Oh, we you know this is a bad way to ch- achieve it, meaning war, famine. Uh, disease he didn't present it that way so uh, that's why I think most of these people if you know you're sitting down talking to Bill Gates over a couple glasses of whiskey or something I think he would admit that uh, for the greater good of course that however you achieve this objective is uh, should be considered. If not pursued. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want to check out the new merch, you can go to rebelcapitaliststore.com. We'll see you in the next video.